0: You're listening to Podketeers. Welcome to episode 428 of Podketeers. Yes, that's right, the real episode 428 This week we talk about getting ready for the release of Disney Dreamlight Valley There are some questions floating around about the gameplay, the story, how to get it, and so on So we thought we'd fill in as much as we could We also talk about a cast member whose content we enjoy on Instagram getting one of the company's most prestigious awards. We get our first look at Tokyo Disney Sea's Believe Sea of Dreams, which debuts this November. Special photo ops are coming for Magic Key holders. We talk about some of the content coming to Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. And D23 will be streaming all three days of the expo. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode, and you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podketeers. but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash 428 and click on the Discord logo, or you can also click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad Our Podcast Fairy Godparents because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcasters After Show, and access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP, and as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So that's it it's time to get this episode going if this is your first time hanging out with us welcome we hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more and of course if you've been hanging with us for a while now welcome back friends this is episode 428 of podcateers figured that would be easier with two people.
1: You would think just the two of us.
0: <laughs> we, we can recognize you and I. I it's whatever. It's Dude, you know what you know That's what's fine. gonna happen? Huh? You know what's gonna happen? We're uh, gonna get a copyright strike because that was so dead on. Yeah <laughs> exactly, yes we were
1: <laughs> You know, it sounded identical. I don't know <laughs> if anybody We just so you <laughs> listeners know, we did not just play just the two of us. That song that's right by whoever sings that's that right song is that Isaac Hayes no who sings that? I song? mean it,
0: it depends it depends on uh I, I'm pretty sure it's Bill Withers or that sounds right I'm, or is Bill withers on the song and it's someone else's
1: I don't know will
0: it's Smith it's Grover Washington that's who sings it
1: It's will Smith yes it is will Smith, it is will Smith.
0: or also also Mike Myers. In the spy who shagged me. <laughs> that, yes, that's
1: where I know <laughs> it from, actually. <laughs> so it just. Yeah, baby. On
0: where you remember it from. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, um, now, you know, I was almost went off a tangent about the Austin Powers theme song, but I will not do that because, you know, this is a very serious podcast about very serious things, not the weird instrument that's in the Austin Powers theme song.
0: That's all right. I like to hear about weird things. Well, okay. About the weird so, instrument.
1: Okay. So, you know, um, uh, you know the theme song. Doo, 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 and then it has mm-hmm. that, like, weird, like, like, ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. yeah.
1: That, yeah. So, that is like a weird Brazilian instrument. And it's basically like a drum with, like, a, um, like a stick glued on the inside of it or, like, attached to the inside of it. And so, it basically works like a, um, like, you take a soda cup and you take your straw and you slide it in and out and it makes that squeaky sound? Yeah. That's basically what the instrument is. It's just a drum with a stick and you, like, rub your fingers along this stick. I can't remember what it's called to save my life, but it's the funniest instrument in the world. We're going to call it uh, cup and straw. Cup and straw. If I, if I end <laughs> up...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it's better than... Remember when you were a kid? Um, Did you ever get those, like dollar toys and like goodie bags at birthday parties where it was like a tube with like a little thing inside where you flipped it upside down and it went yes 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 exactly I'm sorry if I just annoyed everybody (laughs) listening with that but I remember those I was pretty fond of them and uh, did it annoy all of the adults around me yeah would it annoy me if my kids had one now probably but you know they were fun and i i i don't know Wasn't maybe it's the one they had one
1: of those in like a pixar short i think right like tin toy or something or or uh, some uh, toy story i can't remember but i'm pretty sure like oh, it's like a, you know a right. cow or whatever and it flips it up it's like yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yes yes except that it didn't sound like moo it was much more annoying like, Bruh. Bruh. yeah demonic <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh that instrument's called
1: a Uh, C-U-I-C-A I I found the name of it It, it it's a weird uh, thing but it's a drum with a stick and it's fun and it's in the Austin Powers theme song so anyway and
0: if you don't know what to call it call it Cup and Straw Cup and
1: Straw that's the squeaky chair instrument
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I'm we should learn the actual name of it but
1: yeah Um, squeaky chair Cup and Straw (laughs) close enough
0: Hey, uh, so quick correction. If you listened to last week's episode and then thought to yourself, wait a second. Uh Uh-huh. This episode started off also saying episode 428. Well, that's because I messed up. Uh, (laughs) I, for some odd reason, when we recorded the last episode, 427... Uh, I It was late when I was recording the intro and I was getting it ready. And so my eyeballs registered 427, but then my mouth registered 428 because logically that's what comes next. And so when I recorded the intro, I'm like, welcome to episode 428. And I, you know, I wanted to go correct it. But there was a large amount of people that have already downloaded the incorrect version of 427 with the intro stating 428, so if you have that downloaded to your device, consider that a limited edition. You know, consider it a, a <laughs> it's like a misprint. Like, it's like a misprint, like a, exactly. It's like an audio misprint. So
1: it's like that dollar bill, you know, that you get that has like the the letters are crooked and they're like oh, exactly. that one's worth fifty million dollars because <laughs> the A is upside down or something.
0: <laughs> so there you go, Andrew just said it. Episode four twenty seven worth... with the audio misprint is worth fifty thousand dollars now.
1: That's like that's like <laughs> you know you can buy a an iPhone on eBay with like Flappy Bird on it still, and it's like goes for like ten grand. So yeah, keep that file because it's gonna be a <laughs> you know what? it's gonna be a collector's
0: item. That's that's what I'm saying. So if you try to download it now, there's a corrected version of the episode now. I did re-record that portion. And it does say 427 so that everything is cool and it matches up. But again, if you've already downloaded that episode to your device and uh, you have the four episode 427 with the 428 intro, that is a collector's edition now. <laughs> I'm just thinking no of you, longer like, available.
1: sitting here, okay, welcome to 428. Ah, dang it. Welcome to 427. Like, five, how many takes did that take you? <laughs> five, six takes or just one? One the take intros? Hazen to get th- yeah well to get the new corrected one because it's just one sentence oh i mean look
0: it's if it fits it fits and if it doesn't if people really think like wow that is out of place then it's out of place i don't care i corrected it primarily so that it doesn't confuse people that listen to it later on but i i just recorded it one time i didn't really care i
1: i I thought funny Goodness, unless perfect
0: no unless something I, I mean there are certain things that i try a little harder to match up but it's the intro i mean i you know welcome to episode number you know is not difficult to say i feel like it's pretty similar in every episode and it isn't until like the times where I'm feeling under the weather or something where you can really tell something's going on or the times where I haven't slept in a couple of days and then it's four thirty in the morning, I'm getting ready to release the episode and I'm like, <laughs> welcome to episode. <laughs> Other That's than why that, I just
1: like to put bloopers at the end of Quizneyland episodes. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I had so many takes on this and I just, I kind of just do stream of conscien- consciousness, I can't talk today, um, like recording, so I'll just talk to myself and be like, what did I say there, this, that, the other thing, But, so those just go at the end if I have any any of those fun ones there, so. Uh, I think people yeah. would
0: be afraid of my stream of consciousness sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't want to know uh, what know happens what? in my brain.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be, uh, yeah, I, 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 I make sure just to keep the uh, the funny stuff in. I'm sure there's some very boring or,
0: yeah, I don't know. Anyway, this is loopers. a lot. Yeah. Depending on how long we record and depending on how late, I mean, you've been a part of it. There's sometimes mm-hmm. where we just get super silly and we're mm-hmm. delirious from being tired and stuff comes out of our mouths that, I mean, you know, I'll tell you the truth. Look, the FGP squad gets... A slightly less filtered version of us right this is a we've always called the podcast a minivan friendly podcast and so you know we do our best to keep it clean and give the kids those little jokes like Andrew just did but you know <laughs> in general the FGP squad when we do our calls gets uh the unfiltered version of us right? after they, they get to hours hang out with us. You know, if we were hanging out in the parks, if we were hanging out in person, that's the version you get of us. And this version is basically us, but with less cursing in many aspects. (laughs) So sometimes that comes out during recording and it gets edited out. Uh, sometimes we go off on tangents that just don't have anything to do with what we're talking about and ooh i it, i do that out. almost every episode <laughs> sometimes we start and entire portions of the beginning get removed or portions of the middle or portions towards the end it just you know it just kind of depends on how things are going and then there's other times where we're like you know, awake, we're, you know, on the ball and we're able to just get the episode done and life is dandy, right? And so regardless of what turns out, we do have clips at times that gets removed and, you know, depending on how long it is, in the past, we've just uploaded it to Patreon if it's long enough to be considered like an episode. But like for the most part, I don't think we've gone on like hour long tangents as much anymore. Like usually our tangents are like five minutes, maybe ten at times. Challenge accepted. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> The Drum in the Austin Powers song was made in 1864.
1: And <laughs>
0: Well, I don't think we're gonna go into a one hour tangent about the cup and straw instrument,
1: but You know what? I you know what that, that'll just be uh, me here alone and it'll just be a <laughs> look we did special
0: but we did talk about doing other types of episodes right and so who knows maybe we can just release the tangents you know and maybe it that, could just that be... should be a series just the tangents just the tangents yeah
1: that's what everybody likes in a podcast anyways who cares about the topic we're gonna the tangents <laughs> that's what i listen for
0: Nobody wants the real topics at bay. That's like, oops, all crunch berries. (laughs) Like, it's it's just all the good stuff. Ooh, or the Lucky Charms that has just the marshmallows. Oops, all
1: marshmallows. Just the marshmallows. Yes, (laughs) oops, all crunch berries. (laughs) Well, there you go. But that's uh, that's not this episode. We got topics. We got all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about. Did we
0: prepare any of that?
1: Uh, well I have a I scribbled some stuff down but I can't read my handwriting so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I got
0: a couple of I wrote notes. Down, I want to shout some people out.
1: Yeah, I have shout out uh something about shout out merch. I don't know. I that was yes. a Hazen thing. Yes.
0: Why so I, I want to shout on these out these topics. This is actually all kind of together, right? I actually want to shout out uh FGP squad members Bill and Heather because uh, on Instagram, Bill had sent me a message saying that the uh, if you know for if you've been listening for some time, you know that I'm a haunted mansion fan. And Andrew's been going to like it Spirit Halloween and buying absolutely every single piece of merchandise <laughs> that they have to offer. And uh, one of the things that I knew that I wanted to get this season is the inflatable of the doom buggy with the hitchhiking ghost. Now, that was only exclusively available at Lowe's, and it's been difficult to find one. Now, Heather had gone out to Lowe's, and they had one there. Uh, By the time that I was able to go, it was out. And it's one of those situations where there's people purchasing them, you know, purchasing as many as they can to resell them later on on eBay for twice their price. Mm. So I was waiting for Lowe's to actually release it because I guess what happened was where Heather saw it, it wasn't officially supposed to be released yet. They made a mistake and it was released early. So I was really uh, waiting for the official release date. Bill sent me a message and said, hey, this is available on the Lowe's website, which was, you know, was a surprise to me because I thought it was going to be an in-store item. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I go, it's available. Boom. Awesome. So happy. I posted it on Discord, right? Super happy. Then Heather had also contacted us and on Discord, she also posted that the Lego Haunted Mansion was finally available again because that had gone out of stock. There was an alert for anyone that wanted it. You could sign up for an alert. Mm -hmm. Before I could even check my mail that day, I I, I got the alert through Discord. So I'm happy we have the Discord because I feel like I'm getting updated news way faster through Discord than I do through any of my email communications these days because Mm -hmm. for some reason, you know, there's tons of email in there that I just need to unsubscribe to. Uh, because... I, I
1: subscribe, subscribe to like one or two a day. I'm like, why is this in there still? I don't need a, this restaurant that isn't in California anymore. Why am I still subscribed <laughs> to that?
0: You know what? I recently unsubscribed that for some odd reason. I was just deleting it. I just never unsubscribed. Bed mm-hmm. Bath & Beyond. I remember All going... All those big old coupons. Yeah. Like I remember but going coupons. at one point and signing up for like a 20% coupon. And I don't shop there a lot, but I signed up for the mm-hmm. email that gave me the 20% off and every time the email came in, I just kept deleting it instead of unsubscribing. And I just finally unsubscribed. But like every day I had a new email from them and it was just yep. annoying. Uh, but that's, this is not the email sign up podcast. Anyway. You know what it could be. It could be, right? It's the tangents. Uh, so discord, I get a lot of information from discord. So thank you to everybody that contributes to the conversation over on discord. If you're not there yet it's super easy to join the conversation and join the community all you have to do is click on the discord link that we have in our pinned instagram story or you can head over to podcasters.com/428 click on the discord logo and you can be signed up as well so quick shout out to them uh speaking of discord i know there's been i've been putting up a lot of information and screenshots and stuff about disney dreamlight valley I'm pretty excited about this. We talked about it recently, and some of the questions that have come up are, you know, what's the game about? You know, what does it compare to? And the easiest comparison I can give you is it's, um, it's a mixture of Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, The Sims, and like a little bit of epic mickey i think like there's some aspects that i feel are very epic mickey without the cool brush so the story is that the disney and the pixar characters live together in this little town right disney Dreamlight valley until this thing called the forgetting turned their dream into a nightmare bum 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 exactly and so now you have to go around and create these friendships in the different realms and the different stories. And you get to meet up with different characters and, you know, you customize your avatar. So there are some, it's, it, there's some, there, there are elements of the building and community and everything that you have with like animal crossing and stardew Valley and like the life version of the Sims. But like I said, there's some Epic Mickey in there and, almost like a less violent version of Kingdom Hearts and from what I've seen mm. so far. I haven't played it, obviously, so I can't... This is all speculation from the screenshots and the demo and everything that I've seen. But mm-hmm. knowing the story, I kind of feel like it's just this adventure you're going to go on. Almost what I feel like Disneyland Adventures was supposed to be back when it was on the Xbox... Man, that um, was a
1: good game. I like it. Was. That. It I, was. I gotta get I have that somewhere. I gotta play that again.
0: I have it on Steam. I have it I have
1: an Xbox three sixty with a connect, and I have the game somewhere. I just don't know where it is. Like I'll send I have all the stuff copies to, of it. If you can't find it, let do, me know. I have two copies. To walk of it. around and like throw your arms out. Yeah. I've got <laughs> it somewhere, but if not I might just uh hit you up on that because that was a good that was a fun game. It, you know, the the mini games were interesting, but It's, you know, walking around the park was always fun. Yeah. Kind of like stick you back into 2011 or whatever. That was It 2014 when that game came out. Like, this is how Disneyland was. Ah. And, you know, Ah. honestly,
0: I feel like there's going to be a lot of elements of Dreamlight Valley that are going to be similar to that because they do want it to cater to a large audience. But Mm -hmm. I think there's so many people that play games these days that... They can take it to the next level and it is going to be a little more puzzle and adventure based than than some of the other games, which I yeah. think is what I'm excited about. That there's so many like there's so many things that inspire this game that I, I don't know. I, I, I really feel like I'm gonna enjoy playing this. And I hope I don't play it and then think, wow, this was a waste. You know, because yeah. I downloaded the Avatar Maker and I was able to create my avatar and they have this, like, um, they have a, a tool that you can create different things to carry. Like, you can make, like, a shirt, a backpack. They have, like, a, a little designer, right? And then mm-hmm. you can add magic to it by uh-huh. – they give you, like, different icons, like, iconography from around the parks and the movies and characters and stuff. So I made, like, a Wally backpack, and I made, like, a Beauty and the Beast backpack with, like, the Beast face and, like, a rose on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then just – to kind of highlight a lot of the things that we have or we have available to us in the Avatar Maker, uh, I recorded a video that I posted on our YouTube channel that just kind of goes through all of the options and I just kind of scroll through everything so that you see what's available. Uh, that way you can get started on the Avatar Maker and have your character, primarily because if you use the Avatar Maker before the game launches on September 6th, I believe when you finally get to port it over, you get like an exclusive item, like a spirit jersey or something like that, that's only available by using the avatar maker and then porting your character over. So, can you
1: do that for? As far as you know, will that work for any platform? Like, or is that only on like the PC when since you downloaded through Steam?
0: So that's a great question. As far as I know, right now the only way to get the avatar maker is on pc it is available through steam the game itself is if you get the like the founders pack then you get Mm -hmm. access to the game on september 6th i don't know what the release date of the game is going to be like the real release date but if you pre-order and get one of these founders pack packages that they have then you get it on september 6th they yeah they have them
1: on this the like nintendo shop or whatever yeah uh, as well on the switch yeah
0: Yeah, so you can pre-order on the Switch uh, in the Microsoft Store through Xbox, uh, the Epic Game Store. You could put it on your wish list in Steam and on the PlayStation Store. Like, there's some, like, rights issues that they ran into where you can't pre-order it on Steam and PlayStation, so you have to add it to your wish list until the 6th of September. And then there was supposed to be a native Mac version that was supposed to be released on the six, but they ran into some issues with the code not running properly, and so now they've said that there's going to be a new release date announced soon for that. So, gotcha. There isn't going to be a Mac a Mac native version for uh, some time.
1: But it's looking like that. That's uh. So it's in theory a free game, a freemium game, is what it seems like. And then if you want this pre order, you can you can get the like get a bunch of free extra furniture and a bunch of tokens or whatever from what it seems like right
0: so that's what it seemed like on pc Mm -hmm. i can't verify what the situation is on steam or in the epic game store right now because if you well in epic it's kind of the you get like the standard version so if you go like onto the nintendo eShop, right they have three versions available they have the standard version which is 29.99 And then they have the deluxe version, which is $49.99. And then the ultimate edition, which is Mm -hmm. $69.99. If you go to the Epic website, they also have the $29.99 base game. So I don't think it's going to be freemium. I think there's going to be a base price of $30 for this game.
1: Well, because what it was looking like, so the way I took it is, like if you look at what's included in that $29.99, it's like get exclusive couch and 8,000 things, gems or whatever their currency is, and a costume and a table or something like you get like the $30. It's like it seems like it's like the pre like the pre pack and you get furniture or something. And then the next one up, you get more of that. And then the next one up, you get even more of that is the way I understood it. But I guess we will not really know until till they release the official
0: date that's exactly what i was going to say right now yeah that until they actually release it we're not going to know because you're right part of the packages that you're getting include in-game currency which you can earn or purchase and so there is there there is the possibility that it will be a freemium game where you get the base and then you can kind of pay to upgrade along the way, mm-hmm. which honestly I think is the better approach, because I think you can get a lot of early adopters to play the game if there is a free version of it. Uh, and but, if you're like me, I'll be putting my credit card in there. Just <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's what I'm gonna have to do to get this one. Um, but yeah, the standard version, like you said, has a couple of wearable items, some furniture, and like eight thousand moonstones, which is gonna be the in-game mm-hmm. currency. The deluxe edition has more items, like more wearables and like a Mickey Mouse headband and stuff like that, and fourteen thousand moonstones along with it. And then the deluxe version has way more furniture, more wearables, like a, a companion or something, which is supposed to be like the little like pet or your you know companion that follows you around in the game, and then twenty thousand moonstones. So. If anything, you're paying, I think, for a lot of that currency that you're getting. Yeah, and the you access know, to begin. Yeah. Aside from the fact that you're supposed to get like uh, a special item that makes people aware that you're a founder, or that you got the founders pack or something.
1: I think there's like a weird, like a headband or something. I was reading too. Like it's like Mickey the Diamond Mickey Donut one, right? Something Donut. Yeah, it's like Mickey Donut head, but yeah. Yeah. It's like if you got the Mickey Donuts. By the way, did you see that Mickey pumpkin donut that they put on the Disney Parks vlog? Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Listen. I know they all taste the same. But knowing that you're eating a different shaped treat like that just still makes it special.
1: That's why they like in Tokyo and stuff like everything's shaped, because it makes it special. They have shaped everything there. Yeah. They all taste the same.
0: But you know yeah, they just no, shape but it they different.
1: taste better in your mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you first so, taste with your eyes, Hazen.
0: That's true. That's true. Marketing. Or is it your nose from far away? I because don't on know. Main I Street USA, it's... you may smell it before you see it, before you taste it.
1: You know what? It's uh Man, you make a good point. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to make
0: <laughs> So anyway, that's the that's where we are with Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, I hope Andrew's right, though, uh, because I do remember at some point they talked about the game possibly being freemium. And like Mm -hmm. I said, if it's if it's free, there's going to be a lot more people that adopt it early on. But I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm probably going to get at least the base version of the game. I'm not I don't care all that much about the articles of clothing and the furniture and all that stuff that comes along with it. Uh, I just I want to be able to play the game you know, and to at yeah. least have early access to it, you know, it's like, yeah, you know what you're paying for, right? If I'm paying for the early access and I'm getting some currency in the game, then I know what I'm getting out of it. So I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, and the only other thing we're waiting to hear on is like like if you're on the Switch or whatever, like the Animal Crossing thing, will we be able to have multiple accounts on, on you know, the same Switch? Or are you going to share an island like Animal Crossing is? That's the one thing I'm curious to to find out and am i going to spend the 29 to find out maybe who knows
0: honestly i don't even know why animal crossing did it that way i because they're silly well silly is not the word most people use but sure well i know but this is the minivan friendly (laughs) (laughs) yes they're silly um yeah i mean i hope that it's just like any other game that when you launch a new user on the switch that it will allow you to create a brand new game you know that's only for that profile uh, because mm-hmm. if it is tied to the switch the way that the animal crossing island is there's going to be much fewer people i think are going to purchase it than yeah. they might want but but yeah, who knows looking, it might also blow yeah, up the way animal exactly. crossing did who knows
1: exactly it could be the next friggin fortnight you never know like it could be, because that's Fortnite's. Sure. Is Fortnite free?
0: Fortnite's free. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fortnite's free. Fortnite and then is you freemium. just pay for all the skins and all the things. Yeah. From yeah. what I'm reading, so I've clicked on a couple articles, and they all say, I mean, they're a little old, but they all say Game Loft is releasing, you know, free game, Disney, you know, Dreamlight Valley, do, 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 do. So. And that's where um, that came
0: from. I remember reading yeah. that too, which is why I originally, I originally said. You know, they're going to have a free download available at some point. <clears throat> Here is Oh, here's from the Game Loft website.
1: A question. Is Disney Dreamlight Valley free to play? During the early access period, fans who purchase the Founders Pack will have an... Ex- Xbox Game Pass subscription, so This is Xbox question. Uh, will be the first to explore Disney Dreamlight Valley and will get exclusive rewards and limited edition items. They'll need to retain once the game. Ofi- oh, let's see. Uh, that they'll retain once the game officially launches next year. After early access, Disney Dreamlight Valley will be free to play and have purchasable expansion options to enhance your gameplay.
0: Oh, so the Direct game isn't from... going to launch until twenty twenty three technically. I, yeah. Oh, so then the what you're paying for really is super early access. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So that's
1: this is I did a little bit of searching, which I could have done earlier, but yeah, this is from uh, GameLoft's website on a forum. So interesting.
0: Well, that's great to know. So there you go. Now we have an answer. That's fantastic. The game is going to release in 2023, but if does it say when in 2023 it's going to release or did it just it, just says uh, it next does year?
1: not it just says free to play oh yeah here's on the dreamlight valley website uh xbox pass blah 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 blah, of the game's free to play launch in 2023 so is this so sometime it just in here. 2023 basically okay. we're paying to be the testers
0: to get all the bugs out of the game <laughs> well <laughs> i mean you know what you're getting into Exactly. Right. That's I mean, what I'm at least saying. If you it. get at least the yeah. base, it's like, think about what it costs to go to a movie. Right? Exactly. No, it's not, you know? it's not bad. So, yeah. It's, even if you do get like the $70 version of it, if you get it on the Switch, that's what a Switch game costs anyway. Yeah, the right? $70 like version, you get a grand
1: bucks. piano. Cool. And a, like a chandelier. Chandelier? The... Can I swing from Ch- it? chandelier that's another if i can swing from right it there.
0: then i'll totally do it <laughs>
1: hazen came in like a wrecking ball
0: boom you never <laughs> know what's gonna happen never know you
1: never know you never know
0: <laughs> all right so there's some info on disney Dreamlight valley if you plan on playing join the conversation let us know uh i'm planning on getting the game and hopefully doing some game game streaming And that way we can become familiar with the game. We can explore Disney Dreamlight Valley together. So I've been getting that stuff ready. More than likely, what's going to happen is um, I thought about streaming like on Twitch and stuff like that, but we've never done it before. Uh, It's not that I'm not open to it. I'm totally open to doing it. But more than likely, we're going to stream to Discord first. So if you're on our Discord server, you'll be able to see some of the game streaming of Dreamlight Valley before we move on to another platform like YouTube or Twitch or anything like that. Uh, We have live streamed to our our YouTube channel before, but before I stream the game, it's probably gonna be directly to Discord. Uh, More info on that coming soon. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about this, pretty happy.
1: Yeah, i the only one. The bad, the downfall that September 6th is like that's right before the expo, and I was it is. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, all right, that's like uh, what like the Monday or whatever. Yeah. Um, before the expo, I'm like, okay, and then I'm flying down. Do I'm never gonna get a play this. Oh, I'm not gonna get a play until I get back, which is okay, which is fine. I'll still get it.
0: Yeah, probably. I'm still. I'm. I still don't know where I stand on the expo as of right now, but uh, more than likely the content probably won't happen because there's going to be so much of the expo that week whether it's us or whether yeah. it's anybody else. We're going to be talking about D23 in a little bit, but because there's going to be so much of that content, I probably won't start streaming till the week after or the weekend after yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, and it's or, yeah, I got to kind of learn to play it too. <laughs> uh I don't care if I learn to play it live, honestly. More than likely, you know what's going to happen before I end up streaming it on Discord. Uh, you know how we're planning the next FGP call within the next few weeks mm-hmm. at the weekend after the expo or, or after that More than likely I'm gonna spend you know 10 or 15 minutes just kind of playing it at that point mm-hmm. just to kind of give people on the call a preview of the game before I move it over to discord or before we move over to like uh, YouTube or anything or twitch or anything. Uh, so uh, FGP squad, You know, you'll get the first look at the game if you haven't purchased it and played it yourself by that time. But I know there are members of the FGP squad that are looking forward to it, but want to see some of the gameplay before they invest since they're already playing other games that are pretty similar.
1: Yeah, FGP squad. Hey, you know what? That we're talking about the FGP squad, we should probably thank those FGP squad people. I think that's that's a a good point. Great idea. I think we should thank them. They're pretty cool. I think they deserve a thank you.
0: Yeah. You are correct, sir. So, we want to take this moment to thank all of the members of the FGP Squad family. What is the FGP Squad? Well, they're our podcast fairy godparents, and they help us out with the monthly contribution via Patreon. If you want more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head on over to podcateers.com slash FGP. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a little bit about what the FGP Squad is, a link to our Patreon, and couple other items uh being a part of the fgp squad family gets you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls which i was just talking about gets you some additional content like the podcast Years after show uh, audio files and different things that we've uploaded to our patreon uh, you also get random things in the mail from me you know you never know when those things are going to happen uh, but you do get random gifts sometimes. You also get discount codes for Podcateers gear. You also get first dibs and new Podcateers gear whenever it's available. And, uh, and more. So, again, if you would like more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcateers.com slash FGP. And, again, to all of the members of the FGP Squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. A big ol thank you. You know what? I want to do this thing. I'm going to once a week I'm going to
1: thank one member of the FGP squad just directly. I like it. So this uh, so okay, so this week I'm gonna, uh, Brian. Thank you for being an FGP squad member, right Brian? Brian I got that right there's a Brian. So thank you Brian for being an FGP squad member. We really appreciate it. So next week somebody else. Nice. Love it. Let's see if I remember to keep doing this. I I did it on mic, so I'm going to have to remember.
0: Yeah. We'll have to make a note of that. <laughs> make a note.
1: Thank not Brian next week. Sorry, yes. Brian. You don't get thanked every week. <laughs> this week, though, Brian.
0: Brian. Hey, um, I want to move over to talking about some stuff in the parks. I want to talk about D23. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on Instagram, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cast members that post stuff about the parks right they post history and they post unique photos that are really only available to cast members at times because they're there when the crowds aren't there you know before the Mm -hmm. guests enter the park and so there's a lot of cast members that i like to follow because it's it's like an added layer of magic right that they can provide and so we've talked about magical experiences with certain cast members like Maynard, for instance, before he retired, like he was one of the cast members that we would always seek out, right? Because whether he was in the tiki room, which is where he was most of the time, you know, before he left, or whether he was at the mansion, or even if you just spotted him walking around the parks, it was just a super awesome experience, right? Really great person. And one of those cast members that I follow recently received the Walt Disney Legacy Award for nice. the parks and his name is Philander Butler. Now Philander doesn't know who I am, he doesn't know who we are in general, but I've been following him for some time now. And I started following him because uh, another member of the FGP squad had recommended his account to me. So shout out to Drew for recommending his account you know, a, a year or two ago. And I started following him, and every Monday he posts these, like, Imagineering Monday things, and he always has these really great posts about the park and, uh, you know, the history. And this last week, I saw that he, re- that, that he received the Walt Disney Legacy Award, and that is just such a special thing that you can receive as part of being a cast member because, one, it's, it's recognizing excellence among your peers, right like there's mm-hmm. there's awards that you can get like you know the windows the you know the legend award and stuff that the company overall recognizes and that, those mm-hmm. are things that can be measured by the grand like scope of everyone right the guest the company everyone because yeah. it, it's it's something that's visible but within the company itself the fact that cast members recognize when cast members do well and they themselves want to award a fellow cast member, I think that's super special. And so yeah. the Disney Legacy Award is one of those awards where you have to be nominated by fellow cast members. And if you receive the award, which I believe they do once a year, uh, I, if I'm correct about this, I don't remember, but I, I want to say that Less than one percent of the cast members that work for the entire company worldwide have ever received a Legacy Award.
1: Yeah, that's that's an exclusive thing. That's if you're if you're not uh you know too versed on the Legacy Award, um, that's the if you see a cast member with a blue name tag, that's what that is. It's a mm-hmm. you know prestigious you know for cast members voted on by their peers, nominated by their peers, and you know goes out to you know hands handfuls of people every year across the company it's yeah, very very uh, uh exclusive so you see those blue name tags you know be be sure to you know just think you know and know that those people really they know how to make the magic happen they they've done something special with their time at the disney company
0: absolutely so uh again congratulations to philander on this amazing award uh, and everybody love, else and everybody else that received it as well um, I don't follow a lot of the other people that uh, that received the award. Uh, as a matter of fact, there is no list that got posted or anything. It's not like the Legends Award where you can see a public like a Parks secret. blog post, right? Because this is internal. It's a it's an internal thing for cast members. And uh, I tried to
1: find it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, tried
1: to find the list. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but if I went you on the you know dark web and. It, <laughs> I was trying to, you know, there's I, I all kinds of stuff and they wouldn't even, but they no list laughed at me on that, the dark right? web. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, they, they give me all the lists, of all kinds of stuff, all these, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I said, no, I want the Disney, you know, Walt Disney legacy award cast member list. And they said, excuse me, you, this is you the know, dark web. When you finally
0: got to the point of the dark web where you found the original schematics for Westcott, I thought, you know what? We finally found something. And then you kept searching, and we couldn't even find the list of the Legacy Award winners. I thought, you know what? We got nothing. So I'm glad we This is like, this
1: can't be. I got to get the dark hold. I think that's what I got to get.
0: You need the dark hold. Exactly. Exactly. But you got to be careful because you might grow a third eye. And then it's just gonna be crazy from there. So these are the risks I'm willing to take. Well, you know, I'm glad one of us is. If you okay. if you need some help, we can get somebody to help you, you know, contain that. So let Most me know. Okay. Maybe maybe some other wizards.
1: Who you gonna call? <laughs> That's another copyright strike right there. <laughs> Boom. Three. We got three. Three. I'm keeping a tally. One, two, three.
0: <laughs> so, uh yeah, to sum up. Again, congratulations to everybody that got the award. Congratulations, Philander. Again, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know who our podcast is or anything, but uh, I enjoy his posts every week, and I enjoy when he talks about park history. So, uh, the fact that he's that he's being recognized for the additional magic that he creates, I think, is super special. So,
1: yeah. If somebody out there knows him, he wants to be on the show, he'll let him, yeah, have him contact us. We'll be yeah, happy to have him on. Totally. Or anybody, I, you, you know what, on a legacy award? Come honestly, on the show. You were right. Beyond... You're just a cast
0: member you want to be on the show.
1: Sorry. i keep interrupting you.
0: <laughs> honestly, beyond the fact that he's a legacy award winner, like I feel like he just has so many amazing stories to tell, like whether it's mm-hmm. park related or history related that I honestly if he ever wanted to come on the podcast, I would love to have him on the podcast. I could sit here and listen to his stories like all day, right? And he's, you know, you know how sometimes you look at cast members and the roles that they're in, and you can mm-hmm. kind of see, like, in the future, like, oh, I could totally see them doing something like that. Or you meet a cast mm-hmm. member, and they do an exceptional job, and you think, wow, they could totally be an ambassador one day or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I – like, when I – like, I don't know him personally, so I can't tell you. Like, I don't know what his aspirations are within the Disney company or anything like that, but I – I. I know that some people might look at his posts and then think to themselves, oh wow, he would make a really great ambassador for the company. But I feel like he's already doing that in the way that he acts, the way that he you know, posts, and the way that you know he talks about what he does, right? How he spreads the magic. But he knows <laughs> so much about the parks that I almost feel like the next step for him is to be a part of the archives. Like his next step in his Disney journey is almost being one, like like a Dave Smith position in the future, right? Like I could see Uh, him taking on that role in the future. So I don't know. Again, who knows? Ten years from now, he might be in there. That might be what he's aspiring to be. But uh, you know, that's what I see in him. You know, so it would be interesting to know what he sees in himself and where he sees himself you know, in five or 10 years. But yeah, I mean, if he wants to be on the podcast, come on the show. I'd love to talk to you. And if anybody knows him and and wants to, you know, relay this message, that would be super cool. But uh, anyway, we have a couple of other things that we want to talk about before we wrap up today's episode, before we stick to parks here, because there's a couple of things happening at Disneyland that I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, did you hear that Tokyo Disney Sea is getting rid of Phantasmic in November?
1: I remember hearing about this a while ago. I think when they first announced it, they're like, yep, yeah, wait, we're just, we're just getting rid of it. It's old. We're getting a new thing. It's cool. Here's some yeah. cons. They had released some concept art, right?
0: They did. So they released yeah, concept okay. art for something called Believe Sea of Dreams. And I have to tell you, the show itself, the screens that they're using. It basically looks like little ocean liners that have screens all over them. But then they have these, like, smokestacks that look like dresses, apparently. Like, they have Cinderella at the top of one, and the rest of the smokestack just kind of becomes her dress. And it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, the concept behind it, it feels like stuff that we've seen... Uh, at Walt Disney World it's not quite mm-hmm. harmonious like it really does feel like its own thing because it feels like it's like all these little ocean liner ships that are displaying all this imagery but it I I'm intrigued by it like I, I'm not. I'm at the stage where I saw like the teases that they posted and some of the testing of the vehicles and the Mm -hmm. lighting and what's coming so far. And I mean, I hope I don't eat my words obviously, but I feel like this is going to be a pretty suitable replacement for Fantasmic.
1: Well, it's Tokyo and you know, this is kind of where the Imagineering gets to, to really shine and like stretch their legs because they basically, I mean, they have budgets, but Tokyo just seems to be really into, uh, upgrading and, and, you know, plussing anything and everything. That's like the right? That's where, uh, space mountain, the new space mountain is going to be in Tokyo as well. Right. Mm hmm. Am I mixed? Yeah. So there's like, yeah, that's old. Let's do a new thing. And it's probably gonna be really cool. Um, so their phantasmic, if I'm re- remembering correctly, had the giant Mickey, the sorcerer Mickey hat in the middle yeah. of the of the lake, and it was like a big screen. Um, so I'm looking at some of these concept videos you're talking about. Yeah, they're like. Like barges, I guess, is what I would call them. They're like a, a barge with a video screen that wraps around them. Fountains are shooting out of them. There's a stage on top. You know, people can come up from inside of it. And then it does have a giant centerpiece that's kind of like uh, intermingling circles and and different things like that. Um, plus other things, like you see uh, the Jolly Roger has its own, like there's a, you know, Jolly Roger ship. Um, that's just its own thing. Um, so it looks really cool and I, no doubt, uh, I'm sure that this is going to be, a, like a smash hit show. I, I, nothing bad has ever come out of Tokyo as far as I know. Like, right? everything is just slam dunk, boom, here you go, you know, want another classic? Tokyo, boom, here you go. It's, it's all yeah. there. It's, yeah. it's. It's so cool. You know what? And it, I'm assuming, you know, based on what it's, uh, you know, Sea of Dreams, it's, I'm assuming it's going to be mostly surrounded by properties that have something to do with water or, you know, or around water. Some of the... con, Oh, is there,
0: there? Yeah. The list of the properties that are going to be a part of it are Peter Pan, Wendy, Aladdin, uh-huh. Rapunzel, Miguel, Ariel, Moana, Elsa... Um, and that's it so far. It looks like that's all that they've released. Gotcha. So a lot
1: of water, you know. Yeah, you know, Little Mermaid, Moana, Peter Pan's got you know the boat uh, tangled there in a boat at some point. Uh, yeah.
0: Elsa, she ice and is water. We're getting Elsa uh, with the with the horse with the water horse. The, we're not the, getting what the was, Elsa it, what was it two. The Elemental or what was it called?
1: I don't know elementatron i don't i i was no, gonna make a joke was... but i couldn't think of what they're called in harry potter that's what i was gonna call them but i'm not a big harry potter fan
0: no there it's an actual ah uh, the water horse has a name
1: what seahorse
0: no 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 no. <laughs> it's it starts with an n
1: uh something in swedish uh i'm googling it knock
0: the knock the nok yeah, yeah yeah something like that yeah so okay yeah, no, it's like a, it's supposed to be like a, like the guardian of the dark sea or something like that. It's a like, anyway. The point is that that's the version of Elsa that we're gonna get as part of this new show coming to Tokyo Disney Sea. The knock. Yeah, I mean that's, I, yeah, I, I mean I'm sure it's gonna
1: be great. All these images, you know, make it look great. Um, I have a feeling it's going to probably go over. Uh better than, let's say, uh, Harmonious at Epcot. I've aired my my grievances on that before. I think the problem with with Harmonious is that it's too far away from everybody. Now, the lagoon in Tokyo is not, you know, humongous. It's big, but it's it's not nearly as big as the Seven Seas Lagoon at Epcot. So I think this is probably going to play a little better. Plus, these barges look like they move around. Um, So I think it will play... A lot better than uh, Harmonious, and I've I've heard some other things about Harmonious. Uh, what some some of the stuff that is supposed to do at some point and got cut. So let, I doubt things are getting cut in Tokyo. Let's just put it that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you said it best earlier that the Imagineers really get an opportunity to play with uh, a lot more funding when it comes to that park because yeah. it's not run by Disney. You know, the fact that it's owned by a totally different entity, they're just kind of leasing, you know, the Disney name and characters and everything allows them to invest a lot more money, not having to port it to a number of parks and, you know, branches of the company, mm-hmm. you know, worldwide. So uh, I'm, like I said, I'm super intrigued by the show. We're not that far away from it. You know, we're just a couple months away from when it launches because it. Uh, November 11th is the date that I remember of when this is supposed to launch. You know, you mentioned Space Mountain. That's, you know, that's coming in 2027.
1: It's quite a ways away. Yeah, that's a whole knock down the whole thing, and
0: yeah, that's like four or five uh, years away. But oh, I'm watching videos. Yeah, These they're move they're around. investing a lot. Oh, it looks cool. They're they're investing a lot into this one. I think. Uh, It was like 9.5 billion yen, which is the equivalent of like roughly $70 million that they're investing in this show.
1: Good. Going to be cool.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, once more information is available, we'll definitely post it. We'll post some photos and everything. But there was uh, one or two YouTube videos that got posted. If you're curious... Uh, I'll post those in the blog post for the episode, com slash 428. It is 428 this time. Ooh, they got jet skis too. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know <laughs> what's going to be a part of the whole show. I know for a fact that they're going to have those ships kind of going around the lagoon. There's supposed to be some dancers that are a part of it, but how they're going to be integrated, I don't know yet. But... For me, seeing the testing of all these vehicles and the lighting panels and everything that are in the water just looks super freaking cool.
1: Yeah. Are you talking about this video where the barges just have, like, one, two, three, and four on it? Yes. Because they punching right now. Yes. (laughs) And then there's, like, little jet skis. And, yeah, it looks cool. And, yes, it looks like it plays much, much larger in this smaller lagoon, uh, like I was theorizing earlier. Looks yeah. cool. Tokyo's cool. I want to go. Somebody want to pay for me a trip to Tokyo? Just let me know. I will gladly accept a trip to Tokyo.
0: Yes. We need to start working on the teleportation technology again. I know we left that project I, you know, behind us, but maybe I, we need to revisit it again.
1: I have said so many times that it, every time anybody asks me what my superpower would be, teleportation, number one, every time. Every wow. time. It's just, it makes things so easy. <laughs>
0: I know. I I want to agree with you that I would want to do that. I know a common one would be like, I want to fly. or uh, But, yep. you know, given the last two years, I feel like I have a different answer that I don't want to get into right now. I've said it before, but I don't want to go off on a tangent when it comes to that. So this show looks awesome. Coming soon. We'll keep you posted. I'm sure that, you know, once this launches – I, I mean, maybe next week we should speculate what we're going to hear at D23 since we're going to be just days away from the expo. Uh, but, you know, since we're talking about that, before I move back to Disneyland, I, I have to say um, the D23 account uh, announced this week that they're going to be streaming a bunch of the expo panels this year. Uh, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and I forgot what the other platform was, but there was going to be several platforms that were going to be streaming. And I have to tell you, oh, and Twitch was the other platform that was going to be streaming it. What's happening?
1: Oh, I'm watching a video. I'm sorry. I'm watching a rehearsal of this Tokyo. I found an hour long video of a rehearsal and the barges, they get bigger. They get bigger. It's so there it's like a screen and then another screen pops up from behind it all the way around.
0: This is so cool. Oh, I've only seen send them this. expanded. I didn't know that happened live. Oh, send me it's, the video. Uh, that's the one we're I'm posting in the blog hour... post. No, that's I, the one I put in the blog post video.
1: It's very cool. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, oh I'm so sorry. Kidding. I was
0: <laughs> I saw your face while I was like talking about the the expo and I was like, "Wait, what's going on over there?" Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sending it over now. Sorry, the expo
1: announced that they're gonna do something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention.
0: Um, I'm so excited about this video now. Um, <laughs> oh, right. So the expo announced that they're gonna be doing uh, they're they're streaming. You know, a lot of the panels are uh-huh. gonna be doing eight hours of streaming every single day from the expo. This is very similar to what they did for Star Wars Celebration and look they've done streaming before they've they haven't done it continuously like this they've done a couple of panels they've done this and that in previous years uh but i think this is the first time they're going really all out with it and they're doing continuous um like streaming throughout the day uh some of the hosts that are going to be doing um that are going to be part of the stream are going to be ashley ekstein uh, Mark Daniel from Disney Parks Live Entertainment. Brett Iwin, the voice of Mickey Mouse. Uh, Juju Green, you may also know him from TikTok. He's Straw Hat Goofy. Uh, Ryan March, who works with the uh, vacation club, I want to say. Uh, and Alyssa Navarro, who works with the Walt Disney Studios. Uh, they're going to be hosting a lot of the panels. There's going to be appearances from creators and cast. There's going to be sneak peeks. There's going to be highlights, announcements, looks inside the games. And the biggest thing is that they're going to be streaming the entire Disney Legends Award Ceremony. They're going to be streaming the Marvel and Disney Games Showcase. They're going to be streaming the Disney for Scores podcast Live Celebrates Marvel Music. Uh, They're going to be streaming... The Disney Legends in Conversation, which is um, just uh, like a panel with some of the new Disney Legends. They're going to be streaming the Mouse Carade, which is when people dress up and they kind of parade around the expo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then on Saturday, they're streaming Talking with Pets with the Vets of National Geographic, Bob's Burgers. Uh, That's going to be the live panel discussion. They're going to be streaming the Marvel Comics Celebrating 60 Years of the Amazing Spider-Man. Disney's Epic Entertainment Showcase, the musical, The Extravaganza, the Disney D23 Stars Trivia Showdown, The Making of Disney 100, The Exhibition. On Sunday, they're going to be streaming A Boundless Future Disney Parks Experience and Products, Walt Disney Imagineering 70 Years of Making the Impossible Possible, Explore the World with the Next Generation of National Geographic. And then another segment of D twenty three Disney stars trivia showdown. So nice. A lot of the things that they're going to be streaming, if you remember, were things that I selected as things that I wanted to watch at the expo. Yep. And, some of them are mine too. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm I'm kind of mixed on this one. In general, am I happy that people that cannot go to the expo that are like let's say Gavin, right, who lives across the U.S. and really wanted to come but was unable to, that now he has the ability to watch the expo panels. As a matter of fact, streaming like this was something that we talked about years ago, you know, since the mm-hmm. last expo. And we even said that we would be willing to pay to be able to stream because, honestly, if you're in one of the halls... It, it's a special experience. I'm not going to downplay that at all. There is a special element to being inside of the panel. But coming out of a pandemic and also knowing how many people are going to be there, and I have been in panels where, like in Hall D23, where we end up sitting in the back, and it's really difficult mm-hmm. to kind of see what's happening on stage. Exactly. And they have the screens and everything. But to get a front row seat and see like a really great broadcast version of it, like I'm, I I don't know how I feel about that. Like I I would yeah. love to be there in person, but to see like a clear version and be able to see, you know what I mean? Like there's there's something exactly about like the it's it's hard because
1: yeah, it's I mean it's kind of like you know like a you know a sports game, you know, you go to a baseball game and it's like, you you have a different experience in person than you do, you know, watching it on TV. Now, some people prefer to watch baseball games on TV than in person. And some people, you know, prefer to watch baseball games in person. Like it's, it's, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, it's like you said, it's all about being, you know, that vibe in the room is, is a whole different thing than, than just watching it on there. But at least, you know, these people, you know, tickets, they sell out even there's plenty of people that didn't get a go, even if they tried. Um, And so that gives all these people an opportunity to get the news. And I think it's also, you know, Disney kind of uh, uh, getting the first crack at releasing the news they, yeah. you know, it's streamed live, and so instead of people recording it on their phone and then posting it, and da 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 da. I mean, people still do that, but they have the first, you know, thing where we announced it, and it's you know, went out live and everything. So I, I think it's a long overdue thing. Uh, they should have been doing this, you know, the whole time, or you know, mm-hmm. at least the last expo. Um, and like you're saying, you know, th- it would have been nice if if people would have known this. Ahead of time, though, so they mm-hmm. could have planned if going to the expo was, was you know, right for them. And if, if they knew that the streaming was going to be available, I mean, that could have been a fear of theirs too. It's like if they know we're go- if they know they're going to stream it, then you know, is everybody going to buy tickets? Da-da-da-da-da. So it's a uh, you know, six and one half dozen the other, I guess.
0: I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But you made a really great point right now, and I I really oh, feel that with. <laughs> With the amount of video that goes up from things like Comic-Con and, you know, Star Wars Celebration and WonderCon and all these panels that you see, you're right. Like, Disney was like, we want to be the first ones. We don't want somebody else's video to show the entire panel, which is things we've done in the past, right? We've gone to D23 and -hmm. we've recorded entire panels that Disney did not record and put up anywhere. So you can go to our channel and watch some of these panels, right, from previous expos. But now they're eliminating the need for people to do that. Will people still do it? Yes, they will because there's going to be a different – you know, if things happen inside of the room, obviously you're going to get that perspective from the people recording it inside of the room. But Mm -hmm. if you were going to watch a video, you know, on YouTube of – you know somebody recording it a vlogger that's you know recording a panel and you hear a bunch of coughing and you don't hear the best audio and you know they're bumping into their camera because people are moving in and out of the seats or you can watch the official d23 version which is going to be this pristine video version with amazing cuts and amazing graphics and everything that you need because it's a full-blown production which one do you think you're going to watch you know exactly you, I know you, I
1: you, want all if there's an official one I'm watching the official one for sure right. like every
0: time right you know there isn't a need to watch any of the other versions so it feels like the next step of you know I made I had made a comment about how I felt that a lot of the changes that were coming to the parks had a lot to do with the amount of content creators that were going to the park specifically to create content and Uh, I, I think there's a lot of content creators that are super respectful that you know are able to do what they do but they don't they don't bother any of the guests like they don't make any guest experience a bad one and then I think that there's content creators that go out of their way for these crazy moments and doing things that you know can get cast members fired and stuff that just want the views on youtube or whatever they happen to be streaming mm-hmm. on, right and so very silently i feel like disney's kind of doing these things to move away from that i could be completely wrong but that's what i've felt ever since the changes to the ap's happened when they became magic keys and so on you know them streaming everything and like you said being the first ones to post eliminates anybody scooping them or it eliminates anybody putting up a horrible version, you know, of something that they put up an official version of. And, you Mm -hmm. know, and on top of that, um, because the audio is going to be so similar, if people did end up putting up the entire panel from their version of the recording, it's going to get a copyright strike and it's going to get taken down because it's going to be recognized as an official Disney version of something. Yeah. So, again, I'm mixed about this because I love to create that type of content. It's been a long time since I've had an opportunity to do it. Vlogging in general is something that I always wanted to get better at. It's still something you can do. You know, obviously, if you go to the parks, you can still create videos and stuff like that. But I think when it Mm -hmm. comes to this type of content you know, the expos and everything, we're going to start to see a lot more measures put in place like this where Disney is going to give you a better version uh, alternative so that you can enjoy it, you know, for them. And they're the ones making revenue off of the ads on their YouTube channel, etc. Exactly. You know, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they're streaming everything and you can watch it from wherever you are, it's good in general. A+. plus. Back to Disneyland, since we're already in Anaheim talking about the Expo. Uh, There's a couple of special photo ops that are coming to the parks. uh, And I believe they start the day that this episode releases. Um, I'd have to go back and check. Or I'd have to double check the day that these are happening. But um, one of the... Oh, September 2nd is when they start. So it's going to be a day after this episode releases. So between September 2nd and October 31st, there's going to be two photo ops where you can get a a picture with the hatbox ghost and one with the skeletons of the skeleton dance. (laughs) I love this. It's the magic shots. So it's not anything like it's not going to be like a meet and greet with the hatbox ghost or anything like that. It's one Mm -hmm. of the magic shots that they do where they superimpose you. I know, right? Oh, man, that'd be so cool. Uh, They posted a couple of previews online, but I don't know what the full shot is going to look like. I know that once this episode releases, people are going to start posting them, so we'll have a better understanding of what the full photo is going to look like. Uh, but either way, mm-hmm. uh magic photo with the hatbox ghost and the skeletons from the skeleton dance—super cool. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. I think I I remember when the magic keys first started. They had the one with uh with Mr. Toad, and he had like a magic key deed thing. <laughs> yes. I I thought that one was fun. Um, yeah, that's so. the I, right all these, these the magic castle, shots. Right? Yes, exactly. All these magic shots, you know, especially you know now that um, uh, Photo Pass is going to be included. Um, really kind of, that, it makes it nice, you know, when, when they had the magic shots before and it was, Photo Pass was included, it's like, aha, I'll go take that photo, take this thing, and it's like, you have to pay for it, it's like, well, I don't know, doodly doodly do, my favorite thing to say, doodly doodly do, um, and so it, it's just nice that they're still doing these magic shots, uh, when the, um... Photo passes included with the new passes you know that are being upgraded
0: yep, I agree. so if any of you are able to take one of these shots, uh tag us when you post it. we'd love to see it and we'd love to share it in our stories as well. uh let's see Expo's coming Disney plus day is happening what Disney like a day plus. before the expo
1: Yes, the day before the expo the eighth of September is disney plus day roll out the blue carpet everybody disney plus day uh (laughs) disney plus day i don't know stuff's gonna happen it's disney plus day that's probably gonna be close to what they did last year they're gonna be new stuff that all happens on the same day Woohoo!
0: what were they releasing this year
1: so i know pinocchio
0: isn't until
1: halloween right uh, September 30th is Hocus Pocus. I just saw an ad for it. Uh, well, okay. the D23 magazine just came in, and that had Hocus Pocus on it. So, um, But Pinocchio is the big one, the big like new thing the, with Tom Hanks playing Geppetto. And he's like, oh, my Pinocchio. I wish it was a real boy. Oh. It, you know, whatever he does. I love Tom Hanks. Best actor. Um, but you know that other people in that, Joseph Gord, love it. Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, Luke Evans but yeah a bunch of people looks fun I like the teaser trailer uh, I do like that Pinocchio just kind of looks like the Disney Pinocchio they, they didn't yeah. try to like make him like all right here's some creepy Pinocchio or this was like the realistic Pinocchio or something it just looks like Pinocchio but made out of like actual wood kind of stuff so I'm very happy that they made him I think I think that was a good choice on their end um, yeah. for the Pinocchio. Um, Do you think that was a like...
0: result of them criticizing some of the other live action films for moving too far away from the characters? Probably. You know, uh, Lion
1: King was one of the ones that was just like, I, they really got bashed for. Um, you know, they're like, what's the point of this? The lions have no emotion. It just looks like we're watching you know, a Nat Geo thing with the, the, you know, (laughs) the like (laughs) Lion King script over top of it, (laughs) like the dialogue over top of Nat Geo. They're barely moving their mouth. There's no emotion. What's the point? So I, I, kind of think that was, you know, probably some of it that's directed by Robert Zemeckis. Um, so I'm curious as to, you, you know, know if any of that was his influence. Um, uh, because, you know, he he does a lot of big, you know, big fantastical movies, Back to the Future, Robert Zemeckis. Like, Ro- who framed Roger Rabbit? Robert Zemeckis. Like, there's yeah. Robert Zemeckis, a great director. Um, so I'm excited for this Pinocchio. I'm happy to see that Pinocchio is, looks like Pinocchio. <laughs> um, other stuff on Disney Plus Day, real quick, Thor Love and Thunder will also uh, appear on Disney Plus that day. Um, we will see also the making of... Thor Love and Thunder documentary will be on there. Um, The new series Cars on the Road uh, will be hitting Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day as well. Uh, Plus something called Tierra Incognita. Uh, which looks like a Spanish language uh, young adult drama show. I'm not really sure because the trailer is in uh, Spanish and I there were subtitles, but I was only listening to it, so it did do me no good. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll see when that comes up or you can look it up yourself. Um, a something called Growing Up. Uh, it's created by Bree Larson um it's like a docu series on uh being a adolescent it looks like I'm not sure i'm kind of reading quickly off a list uh making of obi-wan kenobi the series um then some other stuff dance with the stars something called remembering uh simpson's short frozen sing along uh something called wedding season and then possibly some stuff in the parks. Uh nobody really knows the stuff in the parks hasn't been announced yet. So uh we will see. Last year they had the blue carpet at Disneyland and through you know through the you know entrance area right there by the planner and I think they're handing out hats if I remember correctly or maybe sunglasses or both. I don't remember. I know they're handing out something buttons. buttons. Yeah, I think they had something else too, but yeah, there's they all kinds of stuff on Disney Plus Day. I will happen to uh, be in the parks on Disney Plus Day. It's the day before the Expo. We'll be down there. We've got reservations for Disneyland, so uh, we'll get to see for ourselves what's actually going to happen. We have no idea what it's going to be, but uh, hopefully, it's you know, cool. I guess <laughs> it's you know, I get to see that big blue carpet. Right on. Did you big blue carpet ever get a chance
0: to watch Thor: Love and Thunder?
1: yeah we went and saw it in the theater at some point, so yeah we saw it
0: okay yeah i um it for those that have not had an opportunity to watch Thor love and Thunder goats just goats Notes. it is let's see what else awesome. happens in there i I <laughs> loved it
1: I flicked too hard that was in the trailer, yes. but yeah, all right, not sure how I felt about uh this is not the Thor Love and Thunder segment, but I'm not sure how I felt about Was that Gerard But No, who is that? Why uh, is that Gerard Butler as as Zeus? Uh, no, it was like, Russell
0: Crowe.
1: Russell Crowe, whoever, one of those guys. Russell Crowe is very like uh, Chef Boyardee Italian. <laughs> like, oh no, it's uh, Thor, you're here. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's me, Mario. <laughs> like, it was. Yeah. I. I it, Kind of pulled me out of it a little bit, but I thought those parts were funny, and yeah, Thorn Love and Thunder was good. Be excited so to I, watch it again on Disney+. Plus.
0: Me too. Uh, I, you know, watching movies in a like a drive-in setting is great, mm-hmm. but, you know, depending on where you're sitting, sometimes always isn't the best because, you know, you lose some of the, the lighting experience when it comes to that. So. And
1: you're stuck in the car, and the kids fart, and, and it's all kinds of well, experiences, you know. right?
0: All sorts of them, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it again uh, here at home. But it's funny that you brought up uh, Zeus or Russell Crowe's character because I want to say that I, uh, who posted the article, I don't remember who posted the article, but there was an article that talked about how Russell Crowe was not supposed to be Zeus; he was supposed to be like the devil, and Interesting. like they, yeah, like they like had a Mephisto. No, like like Satan, <laughs> like okay. he was supposed to be like the devil, like it was crazy. Like I don't even know like how he was gonna play in, but that was like that was gonna be his character. It was gonna be a cameo versus an entire part for him as gotcha, like
1: a plot device of the show, of the movie. Yeah, because it kind of yeah. became like a whole thing.
0: So anyway, I just thought that was interesting, and that but would he have the Italian
1: accent still? It's me know. the
0: devil? Oh. I don't know. That's interesting. Who knows? Who knows? Uh all right, since we're talking about Disney Plus, I think we should catch up on episode 2 of She-Hulk. Or she you know Hulk, what? Attorney in law. Why, why don't we catch up on She-Hulk next time Mel is on? Because I know she's loving this show right now. Mhm. And since she couldn't be here this week, Instead of talking about it now, why don't we wait until next week? That way we can all talk about it together, and that way mm, we won't have. Well, we'll have episode three because that releases on Podcasteer's Wednesdays, just like every other Marvel show does mm-hmm. now. Because you know they're trying to take advantage of the fact that we release exactly. on Wednesdays, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, let's do that. So why don't we why don't we wrap this one? We'll say oh, I thought we were gonna go on tweet.
1: to a tangent about that drum again. So the drum was. Oh, do you have like drum. An, no? <laughs> do you have 58,
0: 58 minutes of content for the drum?
1: I do. Okay, so back Perfect. in let's do this in nineteen twenty-two, a guy named Fabrizio. All right, guys. While Andrew was, was, on was the talking, Titanic, I'm let him talk in the
0: background, and, and I'm just gonna I let me. I know. said nineteen twenty-two. It. But That's it. That's gonna 19- wrap up this episode and uh, remember Fabrizio you can join the conversation the over on discord and you can just sign up on instagram you can also sign up and so Google then he went this and then he said see ya <laughs> I, no, I should know. sign up for real <laughs> sign up okay for real. <laughs> um i mean if you have the 58 minutes of content well then you know maybe we should we'll just, just do an additional yeah. recording and throw it up on patreon well episode one of the tangents (laughs)
1: i'll let you i'll let you go and then i'll just sit here and record it and then you can stitch it in so uh if you're listening and then there's a, a break right now and you know uh uh you hear me talking about a drum that means i actually did it and if you if you just hear the uh outro then it i forgot and i got lazy so uh here's future us's problem um so let's uh wrap this baby up or go to the thing so
0: take away andrew (laughs) or not i don't know or not and if not not, who knows what's gonna happen that's it that's gonna wrap up this episode so until next time keep dreaming keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic have a fantastic week everyone see ya I'm I'm so
1: thrown off I'm not second that's not how this works I always say see ya after Mel says bye and now I'm all confused that's okay right? I'm gonna do it bye see ya and then Larry would say like some imagination huh bump bump or something I don't know some fantastic <laughs> thing what do we talk about I don't know you can fade this part out part of the podcateers network